Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 126 of Be With Me. I'm going to title today, Persecution Equals the Purchase, Possession, and Presence of God. I'm getting this from the Sermon on the Mount. We're nearing the uh, end of the Beatitude portions of it. And this is verse 10, Matthew 5, 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who are persecuted. Yikes. So one thing I notice about this passage is that it is plural. That is, that you are not the first. If this is going to be you, you are not the first and you are not alone. So that's at least some consolation. But the big word in this is the persecution. And, you know, who likes that? And once you study what the word means, you'll like it even less. So it means to become subject to systemic harassment and attack secondary to one's religious belief. And if you look at the Greek word, which I did this morning, because sometimes that's just fun, and it means uh, persecution means to be pursued run after, driven away. There's a motion to it. It's almost like a chase or a hunt. It's one of the, we've been talking about a lot of interior interior stuff so far. We've been talking about being, have a poverty of spirit and a, uh, being close to mourn and meekness and gentleness, hunger and thirsting on the inside for righteousness, being merciful, pure in heart, you know, all these interior qualities. And now we get actually somebody physically chasing us and, and harming us in, in a way so that there's a price to be paid for all these internal characteristics, which we're living out externally. One of the big principles of this is, and I think the reason the Lord is good enough to mention this, is that we should not be surprised that there is a reaction to our lives. We're to be ready for this, expecting some pushback. Um, and in a sense, I think when you get that pushback, it's probably the most confirming things uh, as to your Christianity, as to your possession by the Lord, as to your, he's, he has to purchase us and then possess us and then give us his presence. And sometimes that's relatively intangible. And I think if you're doing this Christian walk right and you get persecution, what that means is that it becomes tangible. So on one hand, it's kind of like, oh, this is this is a good thing. So when you live rightly and do holy living and get pushback for it as you do holy speaking as well and all the things that involve becoming a Christian— living a godly life in Christ, when you're persecuted, it's actually a good thing because it's like the most uh, hard data that you get that you're walking in the Lord. So the the big principle is as you share more and more of the characteristics of Jesus, as those increase in your life, expect increased pursuit and persecution and reviling. So Christianity is confrontational by its words and its faith. Um, And so when we get ridicule and opposition, it's not much of a surprise. Bonhoeffer said there's a cost of discipleship. And why is that? Well, 
Christianity is prickly at, in the least, at least it's prickly, and convicting at, at best. The Bible describes the Christianity as a stumbling block, and I love the passage in Matthew 21, 44, and the one who falls on the stone will be broken to pieces. So that's the best you can do is to be broken to pieces. And if you resist, and when it falls on anyone, it will crush him. So your two choices are either to be broken to pieces by the gospel or to be crushed by the gospel. So kind of either way, it's difficult. And hey, I may not like this very much. And so when people give pushback to it, it's kind of no surprise. The gospel is so powerful that it uh, it can divide affections. It can divide families. And it's certainly not... Uh, and it can speak against our uh, culture. All right, so one more thing about the, the Greek word. It is a passive perf- perfect participle. The Greek verb is passive perfect participle and could actually be translated that it is those who allow themselves to be persecuted, that there is a continuous willingness in our attitudes that, yep, I signed up for this and I'm willing to undergo this. So it's a constant attitude of willingness to accept whatever faithfulness to Christ may bring. MacArthur said that. All right, so in conclusion, we may be tested. Let me say that stronger. We will be tested. Let me say it even stronger. We should be tested. Our faithfulness and our commitment and our connectedness is going to demonstrate something to the world. They're not going to like it. It's difficult among even among the best of circumstances. So be ready and willing and not surprised when physical or verbal or even financial uh, pushback comes. And ironically is when you get that, be assured that you are his. It's your most solid testimony to yourself that, yeah, I am purchased by the Lord. I am possessed by him, and his presence is with me. And though I didn't talk one even one word about it, relatively, even though this is persecution is a horrible word and big in our lives, it's a small price to pay for the gain that you get. The verse says, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So if you do this right, you get a kingdom. So don't be surprised when we are persecuted for righteousness sake. Expect it. Be ready for it. Thanks for listening.